Are you a habitual underachiever <laughs> looking to add to your small amount of success? Then you might be Doc Rivers. Oh, my God. Who found a way <laughs> to finesse his way onto arguably one of the best, not even arguably, one of the best NBA teams in the league with yeah. arguably the best player in the league. Doc Rivers, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, he has definitely walked into some pretty uh, great basketball situations. I mean, I really don't know how else you could really describe it. I mean, you know, from I you know, he had a couple lean years with the Celtics before eventually turning that thing into a champion when they made all those moves, mm-hmm. but immediately after that going to uh LA with Lob City pretty much fully in place. And, and, what do you, and what do didn't do? They, they what do do? really didn't do much. They what really do do? didn't do much. I don't know how many, how many think, championships is Doc. Oh, uh, no. Uh well, one, I believe. Uh, he's got is, one. Is what he's got. Yeah. The yeah. one that, that they won't stop talking about in Boston. Oh yeah, it's it's one that apparently is uh worth 20. Anything is possible. Yeah. Great. I mean, it was a great year. It was a great year, but um yeah, that that team definitely talks the most. I mean, you almost never hear from that like, oh, what was that? 0304 Pistons team. Never hear from them. You don't hear Chauncey Billups saying Oh, you know, we're the only yeah. team to ever beat Shaq and Kobe before. I, that's not how Chauncey Billups <laughs> sounds at all. But, uh, yeah, you never hear you never hear as much as you hear from that uh, 08 Celtics team. Uh, but, yeah, Doc has definitely been someone who's just had the best basketball situations possible. And don't and forget he, the, no, no, no. Yeah. Don't forget the Sixers. No, no, I have not forgotten the Sixers. I definitely have not forgotten the Sixers. He was supposed to be the final piece, right? He was supposed he to be was the, the final thing piece. brought them all, all together and – I don't know. It kind of brings up the question of, you know, we talk about rah-rah or X's and O's guys. Which one are you for? Doc is really the ultimate players coach. And I I think he's definitely more so focused on keeping the guys happy. And he's he's like, uh, you know, he's a Steve Kerr kind of coach. He's there to keep the vibes right and uh, keep the stars happy. And we'll see. I mean, at least at the very least, he's got tons of experience doing that and, you know, massaging this dame Giannis relationship which doesn't seem to be fractured at all it just seems like it's purely on the floor i don't think it'll be that hard of a task for him frankly well i mean right and look are these the type of days to make you now none of his teams were as good as the warriors but does it make you if you were a hey steve kerr didn't have to do anything right at least steve kerr did win with his super teams i mean i'm looking at i'm looking at he only he went to the fine he won the NBA championship doc did. Yep. He went to the finals twice with the Celtics. Right. He never went to the finals nope. with the Clippers. Not once. And he never went to the finals with the Sixers. Nope, not once. But a couple of conference finals, you know, and he uh Where he lost. Yeah. Look he, at this. he also fumbled. I mean, I wouldn't say he directly fumbled, but I mean for them to not handle that Jimmy Butler situation in the right way and then I mean, you know what? I will say Doc also got some tough stretch. He got the Jimmy Butler thing and then to deal with the Ben Simmons thing and then to ship Ben Simmons for James Harden and to make that Chris, work. I mean, he's it, not even getting to the conference finals. He's not he's not even getting the, the last time I'm looking here. When is the last time he was the last time Doc was in the conference finals was 2022. Okay. 2 years ago. No, sorry. 2012. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's a the lot. Conference there finals, you go. The conference finals, the twenty twelve. Okay, he after that yeah. lost in the first round, lost in the conference semis, lost in the conference semis, lost in the first round, lost in the first round, missed the playoffs, lost in the first round, lost in the conference semis, lost in the conference semis, lost in the conference semis, lost in the conference semis. 
so he has not been to the conference finals since he was on the Celtics. That is correct. Yeah, that's not great. And I think LeBron ended that. Run this as is well. why. This is why being a name and PR is so important. Sure, because that's how you put money in your pocket. Yeah, it's not about the X's and O's. It's about the Jimmy and the right. Joes. I think the only question I would have is what year was he supposed to win though? Like, because I mean, any of the any of this. I mean, Chris, I'm I'm okay. I'll lower the bar. You got to get to the conference finals sure. in, yeah. with the Sixers. Yeah, I mean, fair? he definitely should have reached it once, but again, there's there's nuance there. I mean, Joel Embiid has been incredibly unhealthy Are until you recently. Agent? No, I'm just saying, I just, you know, I just think that this thing is hard, and uh, we shouldn't criticize a dude just because, you know, he he didn't win a title. There's there's other marks of success. I didn't say a title. I lowered I mean, it. I know, totally, and you're right. I'm just, I just, you know, I'm not, I just, I, you know, I would say Doc Rivers is probably a tad bit overrated, mm. but... I'm not going to go you. out here and say he's a bad coach. Do you think? Okay, it's a safe option. I get it. Yeah, it makes it. For, they should have hired Nick Nurse. I said this the other day. I mean, that was the move. Was instead but Giannis of, didn't want Nick Nurse. That's too bad. He must not like championships. Then, you know, you know? yeah, he liked the. He's the reason why Coach Bud. I mean, to your point, Giannis LeBron to Takumpo. Giannis LeBron to Takumpo. Coach is gone. He got yeah. Drew Holiday gone. Yeah. I mean, it's like. You know, he's torn that situation But he likes apart. Oreos, and he's funny. He's hilarious. He's got that bell, <laughs> which he's a wild boy. That guy is a wild, wild guy. But You think about it when you get yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that the other day, too. You think about it when you go home. I Yeah. You think about I it. I love Giannis. I think he's hilarious. But Everybody any, loves Giannis. If anything, I think you pointed at this a little bit yesterday. He's definitely, like, Media or whatever fans are letting him slide because yeah. what he's doing, what he's done this in the, just the past really year, I mean, has just been it's it's been tough to to back. I mean, he has really Thanos that entire organization. I mean the the uh, the first round playoff exit, the the whole failure question. Yeah. I maybe I am a Giannis. I didn't think it was that bad, but it's definitely wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, and then you have, yeah, the, how the off season transpired and the Dame thing and, you know, and then just how the situation has gone since Adrian Griffin got there. It's, it's been a little bit LeBronish, you know, it it's has been very it's LeBron -ish. been a little bit David Blatt LeBronish for sure. And, yeah. uh, it's, it's, uh, I think people are starting to catch on for sure. I mean, I've, I've just kind of caught on to it and it, you know, it, it's now getting to the point where Giannis, who I think is 27 or 28 now, Dude's got to start winning. That's Dude's right. got to start winning more than one because yeah. I mean that's that's how he's this looking thing works. around. He's yeah. looking around. He's He'll seeing these young by. these young bucks coming up. Yep. No pun intended. Not young bucks, <laughs> yeah, but actually. these young bulls coming up, and he's thinking I probably need to cash in on yeah. this because once the Celtics taste it, if they're able to yeah. get over that hump, right, that could be a problem. Right, absolutely, that could be a problem. Because you pointed out they're all old. Like you got whatever 34, yeah. 35 year old Dame. You got old Chris Middleton. You got old Brooke Lopez, yeah. and now you got old Doc Rivers too. Yeah. Like that's a sign that they are acknowledging this window is tight. It's tight, <laughs> and we got to capitalize. It, it I have a question for you guys. Yes, uh -huh. I'm so sorry to interrupt. No, no we haven't heard enough from you today. Not at all. So if this is failure at the end of the season. Who does it fall on? Does it fall on Doc? That's does a great it question. It's got to be on Giannis. Well, whoever Giannis says, whoever Giannis says to put the blame on. <laughs> put the blame on Doc. I never wanted Doc. Yeah. I, I, only, wanted, I only wanted to get freaky. Yeah. I didn't want Doc. <laughs> it's it's got to be on Giannis. Like, it's got to be. Like, if, you, yeah. if you're the reason why, you know, Adrian Griffin was here in the first place, and now you're the reason why he's gone, and mm. 
I again, I think we said yesterday. I mean, I assume that that decision wasn't made without Giannis's consultation, and I would assume that Doc Rivers being hired isn't being done without yeah. Giannis having a say. So. I would say this all falls on Giannis, which I would it agree. really should. As as uh, another movie I've seen, Spider-Man, great power comes great responsibility. That's right. You're all over it. You've only one seen before, a couple but, movies. Your references are out of control. Out of control. I've seen yeah. that movie, too. That one's a great one. All right. So, it's fantastic. Okay, even if they lose to the Celtics, who we know have been fully loaded, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I think that they know. I think that's why they had to let go of Adrian Griffin, because they know yes. we have a limited amount of time, and we – these Celtics aren't going away, you, no, right? No. So we got to try to capitalize. The West, I wonder how the East views the West. If maybe, hey, they got some up-and-comers, but they don't have a a Kevin Durant Warriors juggernaut right. over there. Right. If we can get to the finals, I think we got to go. yeah. The Celtics might be the toughest team that the Bucks have to play to get to the chance to win a yes. championship. I mean, the Celtics are going to be like the East's final bo- or whoever. I mean, I assume it's going to be the Celtics in the finals because to your point, like the West is just going to slaughter each other. Yeah, like exactly. it's going to be tons of seven, six and seven game series yeah. and, and, you know, barely getting through. Yeah. And then you're going to get through the Western finals and just get to the top of the mountain and be like, Oh my yeah. gosh, and then it's like I'm Giannis done. And then you, it's or the Giannis or yeah, the stacked Celtics. And you're like, I don't, have it in me to to slay another dragon and, and you know don't be disrespectful to the sixers even if you don't think they're sure. going to get it done they're just going to be annoying to yeah. get rid of hey, right they sound like they're active on the trade on the trade too it, so who exactly got to get to a break when we get back from joe jaros our guy six coaches in 10 years for Giannis. Woo! that's a lot that's that not nothing shout out jk a lot wow Giannis LeBron Tatakumpa. We'll be right back. We have an update on Debo. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Emil Fergoso, our Sacktown Sports 49ers insider, stopped in to give us an update while all the, the media for the Niners are going on right now, or maybe it is just now ending. Debo... Kind of confusing what's going on with Debo. He did not practice today, but I think this is from Kyle Shanahan 26 minutes ago. Shoulder hurts. Hmm. Uh, this is Kyle Shanahan on Debo Samuel's injury. Samuel will be the only 49ers player that won't practice today. Shanahan said Debo is feeling better today, which makes him feel better about Samuel possibly being able to play. I, I think that he's going to play. I mean, I just don't see him not playing. I think that we had a discussion about, hey, if he's not right, you want him right for the Super Bowl. Well, right. last time I checked, you get a week off. Right. right. You get essentially two, two weeks. weeks. Right. So it's not like you're going right back into it. You know, we have sound from Stephen A basically saying that the, the Niners can't win without Debo. And I don't know that he's far off, right? I just don't think we'll have to worry about it. Look, I don't have any inside sources besides – what we're hearing, but, you know, Emil Fergoso, our Sacktown Sports 49ers insider, I, what would be the word? There is some optimism. Yes, internal. Internal optimism that Debo will play. And I don't even think that's scientific. I think it's yeah. just the fact that it's Debo. He's got, and yeah, he's he got probably, it in him. <laughs> he probably won't allow us to mm-hmm. not let him play. And, again, you get two weeks off after that. Yeah. You don't. 
you're not going right back after it. Sure. And he got out of that game pretty early on, yeah. right? That's They're true. taking yeah. it easy. But let's just say he doesn't play. Yeah. I'm not really st- – I'm still not that worried. I might be selling the Lions, or we're going to get a, somebody on from yeah. the Lions on before the week is over, so maybe they can they can scare me a bit. But I'm just not – I just can't see – I mean, there was there was something about all the passing yards that the, that the Lions have given up yeah. these last couple games. I just can't see the Lions slowing down the Niners enough even with and that's the thing you got your mulligan this is what Emil told us on Monday you essentially got your mulligan against the Packers right yeah it's not supposed to rain you got the jitters out you got the rust off yep. I just don't had a close game had they a just close sweat game. a little bit yes yeah. I just don't see the Niners losing to the Lions even if Debo doesn't play yeah I mean the defense thing is the the Lions defense is definitely the thing that I think gives me the most optimism for the Niners, regardless of whether Debo plays or not. I mean, I feel like, I mean, we've seen Brandon Ayuk have monster games. We've seen George Kittle have some big plays before. And obviously Christian McCaffrey is going to be a handful for any team. It doesn't matter if you're good at the run or if you lock in on, on other teams, running backs in the backfield, regardless McCaffrey is going to be a problem. So, I, I mean, it comes to the thing that we talked about when Debo missed the three games in the middle of the season, there yeah. should be enough talent on this offense to get it done. I mean, of course, Debo's a massive, massive cog. You can argue that everything to an extent gets set up off of Debo touches, but you know, you, you gotta be able to figure it out. And I, I, even if Debo plays, I, you can't, you can't feed him probably the way that you want to, unless, you know, you find yourself in a second half where, you know, it it is a, Hey, we got to go out there and win this game, whether it's tied or whether it's close, um, you know, you might have to adjust, but I, I would try and get this done this game done without Debo as as close to without Debo as really? we can do. I mean, I I just think to Biederman's point, like again, you should yeah, have it was Chris Biederman you who should, said, yeah, "Hey, yeah. get through it," mm-hmm. and you'll and have three weeks through. off. I mean, because yeah. that's the thing is he missed three weeks with a similar injury. I think it was actually a fracture. Chris, you can earlier, have an off season. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, for sure, but it's. I don't know. It's it's a. I mean, I don't think there's any right answer. I think either way, you, you you can argue you're you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I mean, if he plays and he furthers the injury and you don't get him in the Super Bowl, and then you have to figure out a Super Bowl game plan without Debo, is that better than maybe figuring out how to beat, frankly, an opponent you should already know how to beat? I mean, imagine again, the Niners had Debo in that Ravens game. Could you imagine again, like if they have to build a game plan without Debo in that Ravens game? I, I think that it's just it's a little bit tougher in the Lions. Again, their defense is is suspect to say the least. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a problem. You shouldn't need Debo. I'm not saying don't feed him. I think you almost have to give him some early touches just to tell Detroit, hey, we're not just using this guy as a decoy. But I would not game plan with Debo Samuel heavy usage in mind. Hmm. Just simply no, because, no, no, no. You just simply because there's too many other guys who should be able to pick up the slack. No, you can't have you you can't have heavy usage, yeah. and that's you know what, and that's what you know how I get about Kyle Shanahan. He'll be Debo will be questionable, yeah. 
right? Oh, yeah, all the way barely, yeah. barely able to play. And what will Kyle Shanahan do on the second drive? <laughs> he'll put Debo in the backfield. Yeah. Yep. That's what he'll do because yep. nobody was thinking to do it. No, Kyle, because it's not a good <laughs> idea. Not, there's a reason Don't why nobody <laughs> would think you would do it. <laughs> right. He's like, I got 10 yards well, out of it. Might as so well put him at quarterback. Right? Maybe you're worried about Kyle Shanahan not being able to control himself sure as far can. as what, what it's fair. how he's going to use Debo. I mean, that's a, that's a thought, too. So you're basically saying you wouldn't play him unless it was a full go-go. I I guess we're we're saying two different things. I understand playing him, but I think in an, in a perfect him. world you him. wouldn't need you wouldn't need him. Yeah, or as a decoy you shouldn't Just make him. him a decoy. Yeah. I mean that, But do you trust Kyle to let him be a decoy? Well no, I mean if he's gonna be out there as a decoy, like he's still risking injury. I don't I would if he's gonna be out there, you I might as well use him. That's my thing. If he's gonna be out there, use him. But if he's not like I mean, if he's not at a, a a usable percentage of health, then just I, I again I think that there's uh, a bigger goal in mind. And uh, if you were only a Debo Samuel away from a super, like if, if missing Debo Samuel is going to be the reason the Niners didn't make the Super Bowl, it feels like they should have been able. Again, they should have been able to rise, get there without him for one game. Yeah, he should. Th- that's the whole point of having all of these weapons is that no one piece is supposed to be able to break right. the machine. You weren't done if because throughout the course, I mean, I don't know how many teams go into a Super Bowl fully healthy, yeah, right? Nobody does. But how many teams, even if they're not fully healthy, would get to go in with Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk? Yeah. Three all pro guys. You might be missing one. Yeah. But. Other teams don't really have that many. And you can have potential to add to that list. I mean, Juwan Jennings had himself one hell of a week Juwan last week. Jennings. If you if you can have a good you now this is all maybe living in a perfect world, but if you can have a big game, let's say Debo doesn't play and you feed Juwan Jennings, I think he had six catches mm-hmm. last week. If you can give him another five or six this week, well now that's somebody that det- or that whoever you play in the Super Bowl might have to also account for is not only are they getting Debo back, not only do they still have Ayuk and Kittle and you know if they ever are going to bring Elijah Mitchell out the garage too, they also have Juwan Jennings that we now have mm-hmm. to worry about and he's in rhythm, he's flowed and 30 Juwan. It's crazy, man. It's, it's going to be everything in Juwan. I mean, he's just a guy that you don't really think about and we don't know if you'll see him in a Niners jersey next season because yeah. he's going to want to elevate a role. Well, we're talking about all these showcase situations in the NBA. How about yeah. a showcase playoff run right. for you, Juwan? You can go somewhere, go to the promised land, get yourself some jewelry, right. and then say, where do I want to go? And maybe he's not a number one at this point, yeah. but I could be a, an elite number two, oh, yeah. right? I, <laughs> the Chiefs the, could use somebody. I was going to say the Chiefs need a guy. Yeah. Uh, the Bills rotate their My number God. two receiver, so Juwan can do a lot for himself. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, I will share a back and forth that I had with one Niner fan. So we're opening up <laughs> we're opening up the phone lines and we want to know what is it that you want people to say about Brock Purdy. We want to know. Call in 916-339-1140. Styles and Walking, Sacktown Sports. We are back. And I'm going to share a little back and forth we had. Because I just want to know. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what exactly what exactly it is that Niner fans want, right? And I know everybody wants to have yeah. a, an absolute stud. I think they want a Super Bowl. Well, I think I they want both. Yeah. 
I think they want a Super Bowl, but they also want people to say that Brock is elite, Mm -hmm. right? So this is the back and forth that I had. And again, we are opening up the phone lines for this conversation. All guests and callers join us from the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop, 916-339-1140. So here is the back and forth. So this is from Quincy Avery, who I believe is – he is a one of those quarterback coaches, right? So he, he tweeted something yesterday. And the thing is – all of this, all of is this. He, sorry, is he like an actual quarterback coach or like a Twitter football, like quarterback? No, coach? no, no. He's worked with guys, like actually, like yeah. on the field work. Because yes. I know there's like, I mean, no disrespect to like JTO Sullivan, but JTO Sullivan's more so like watching the plays and then breaking it down. And then there's guys who are, you know, actually running camps and things yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. No, he is he is a guy who's coached. I'm trying to see here, Quincy Avery. He's an elite. Uh, 11 QB coach, so that's the, more there than you enough go. credential. There all, you go. all that stuff. So this is what he says. Last night, or yesterday, I, I, re, I retweeted it last night. I quote tweeted it. Why can't we just agree that Brock Purdy is really good at playing quarterback? He's not an elite talent, but he maximizes his ability, plays with anticipation, accuracy, and is the perfect QB for Shanahan. Would he be good for someone else? Who knows? But that's not the world we live in. There you go. There you go. So I quote tweeted and I said, it's really that simple. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. A Niners fan responds to me and says, disagree that Quincy got it right. Brock is mentally elite. Okay. And 100% a top 10 QB in parentheses, which is elite. And my... Number five, his number five QB, he or she. I said, Quincy said he wasn't an elite talent, which he is not based on the typical combine metrics. Not that he wasn't an elite QB. And then this person says, eh, I'm not sure that's true either. His 10-yard split is the exact same as Justin Fields, and he is very evasive in the pocket and can run. He doesn't have a cannon for an arm, so I guess you could say his arm physical talent isn't elite, but I would still say that he's elite physically in terms of mobility. I go on to say, and this is the last bit, Tom Brady was also not viewed as an elite talent, and he's the GOAT. I don't know why certain Niner fans want to die on this hill. This guy then goes into his definition of talent. Okay. And it's just like, I'm not the one who drafted Brock last overall. Yeah. You're using your specific definition of talent – Right to say that well, Brock is an elite talent because you want him to be. I thought that I thought the argument with Niner fans and Brock was, well, because he didn't get drafted high because he doesn't look like these other guys. That's why people don't give him respect. Right. I thought that's where we had landed, yeah. but now you're making up different traits of he's mentally right. elite, and 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 I'm not <laughs> saying this stuff isn't no. true. I'm saying you're arguing something else when yeah. other people there is disrespect going on. We have the Ryan Clark sound when he says the hardest thing I had to do was lie about what was pretend right. that pretend Brock you, was that, a serious that can MVP be disrespectful. Right. But you can't. You can be mad at that, but you're also mad when somebody says something that I thought we all had agreed on. Yeah. He's maximizing who he is athletically. Why? Why does it have to be both? I, I I understand what you're saying there. I I I don't know. I mean, I I think it's it's. If I had to guess, I mean, I've been trying to wrap my head around what it. it to your point, what exactly do they want? And I think 
what it is, and I'm not saying all Niner fans, but this like certain subsection yes. of I Brock Purdy has to be treated fairly. What I think is fairly, what that person thinks is fairly. I think it's just like they're they're continually wondering where is the hype train? Like this is this should be mm-hmm. the best, and I'm not going to disagree with it, but yeah. it should probably be one of the biggest things talked about in football. It really should be talked about every single week. How insane it is that this guy is is a last pick in the draft for, at the quarterback position, going into the it, divisional round yeah. or going into the divisional round. Everybody else wasn't just not the, the sev- in the seventh round. They were all first-round picks. First Everybody round left pick. is a first-round pick. That was going into it. Right. So I think g- they're just wondering, where's the hype machine? Be? I think they almost want Brock to be overrated. But we've already— They'd rather uh, have yes, him be Yes, it's, fu- it's more fun that way. Right. But we've all agreed that Brock—not not we all, but let's just say us all. This person is coming at me knowing that, look, I would love to go to Vegas, right? I want the <laughs> Niners to win. Yeah. I already told you, I'm going to be out here in these streets enjoying my— myself in Vegas we are going to do all the networking we could possibly do possibly imagine I need the Niners to win but when I sit there and say and you've seen my video that I do when I make fun of actual Brock Purdy hate right right. and it it does very well I'm gonna make a part two be on the lookout (laughs) but this isn't Brock Purdy hate there's Brock Purdy hate and then there's no that's just not good enough right you need to say that he is elite brother if he was elite he wouldn't have Based on the normal metrics, right? Like I said, Tom Brady went super yeah. late. Well, and to your point too, it's like you got to pick which which one you want. Uh, to me, you, if you're gonna argue with people, argue with people that, to your point, are on the complete opposite yeah. side. Don't try and argue with people who are in the middle, bringing some sort of logic and rationale and reasoning to the conversation. Be be loud, be upset at the people who are still saying there are people out there who still say Brock is trash and still say, oh, my God, last week was an indication mm-hmm. of the real Brock Purdy, not the guy that we saw for, you know, 16, 17 weeks or anything like that. Get upset at those guys. Don't be upset at the guy who's trying to bring logic and reasoning it's not enough. into the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Because if your argument's going to be it's not enough. Well, then you're just going to spend time arguing with millions of people about until they get to your line of what's acceptable for what you have to say about Brock. You are right. You are not going to convince anybody. I I, again, I just thought we all had we all were in agreement that Brock, based on normal metrics in the combine, was not an elite talent. And number two and number two for this person to say, Maybe he 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 doesn't have the arm strength physically. He's a quarterback. Right. What else are they supposed to evaluate? His his mental eliteness. Uh, mental bro. eliteness. Come on. They had they had that test. The S two cognition test. Which CJ Stroud like you don't he know. He failed. He failed. Brock Brock has things. The elusiveness in the it's pocket. Crazy. He's just a gamer, dude. So you can't mentally measure. A, you can't measure it. a gamer. Dude. So stop trying to. Tom Brady. We saw him run the forty. It right. was terrible. It was a joke. I could beat Tom Brady in the forty with my Achilles. Probably. I'm not a good quarterback. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not the GOAT. Right. So it you you don't have to have it all. 916-339-1140 TC. <laughs> am I am I am I taking crazy pills here? What's going on? Not a, just it, listen, to be honest with you, I'm 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 a different Niner fan, die hard. So but like I'm gonna keep it simple with y'all walking, like I said. So a lot of the fan base, to be honest with you, like hold on. Let, let me back up a little bit. Give me an SMO. So a lot of people, if the Niners, right, if the Niners, John Lynch and Kyle knew that this guy was elite, 
he would have been one of Kyle's third round specials. Yeah. That he keeps yes. missing on. Like, seriously, he would have been a higher pick. He, he probably would have been a second round pick other than Drake Jackson. Like, let's be honest. Like, I'm talking to the fan base. Like, so, but also on the flip side, there's a lot of people that still jaded behind the Trey Lance situation. Mm. Seriously, like, Quincy Avery is, was Trey Lance's quarterback coach who he was working out with on the offseason. So that's who. That's who Quincy Avery is, and he probably still is working out with him. But as far as, like, jaded, a lot of people are jaded about that situation. That's why the Niners have to win it this year, bro, seriously. Like, this whole Brock Purdy was the guy, everybody knew it. No, did nobody know about that situation, bro. And I don't want to keep beating a dead horse and talking about Lance. He's gone. I was a Lance guy, but I don't want to get that mix-up in the midst of it. But it's a lot of people jaded about that situation on how it was handled and how they went about that situation. So that's why people be looking at Brock a certain type of way. Brock is cool. You get what I'm saying? He'll get the job done. He's a cool dude. But he has to win it, bro. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm going to be honest with you guys, Chris and Styles, people are really jaded, bro. A lot of his fan bases are jaded about that situation. People can go online and tell you, oh, we don't care, it's over. But a lot of people was jaded about how that was handled, bro. I'm telling you, seriously. Yeah, no, thanks, TC, for the call, as always. So there's that group who I think that group of people or that group of fans are trying to play down or downplay what Brock is doing, right? Then there's the other side, like the guy who responded to me that is on the complete opposite side of the spectrum to where, no, they just happen to find this complete stud muffin who's undersized and has smaller hands and doesn't have great arm strength, but he's elite in these ways. And that's what I told him. I said, he can be, you cannot have elite, Eli Manning, right? Was he looked at as an elite talent per se? Dude, you can't spell elite without Eli. That's true. Come on. That's true. But no, there no, are guys, there are guys, you can be an elite quarterback yeah. and not have, that's why they whiff every seat. That's why right. these guys whiff every season. Yeah. So why don't you just live in the camp? Niner, and, I, and look, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm spending a lot on just one person's perspective, but I do feel like there are Niner fans that don't know which battle they want to fight. Yes. Because yeah, we've talked about that. Because, and, and this is what it is, right? Nobody wants, nobody wants, their situation, I think we joked about dating before. Nobody wants everybody wants to, people to say, Oh, you have the the, the hottest whatever, mm-hmm. right? And if people don't say that, they say, Hey, she might not be the hottest, but he she's the smartest and she dresses well. They're gonna be like, No, say she's hot. No, I, I don't think she is, right? So I think that's kind of part of this. You can't make people say that he's elite based on the normal metrics. That's what it is. Dude, Brock's pretty hot. I don't know. That's what it is. Simone, help me here. I see you laughing. Is Brock hot? I love that. No, that was very solid, comprehensive. Um, Gosh. Talented, that's what I always say. There you go. You code it. You switch it up. He's talented. I'm just saying. I like to say that about people's significant others. Not their significant others. That they're talented. Oh, no. That's that talented. Uh, like, don't give up no, the free it's game. Not, it's not. Yeah. From the 530. <laughs> If all the teams started over with all current NFL players, where would Brock be drafted? Would a franchise pick him to, in quotes, build their franchise around? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm telling you, he'll get picked like a lot before, uh, or he'll get picked before a lot of other quarterbacks. He would go in the starting. Yes, he would go in the top ten to twelve. He'd probably go in the teens. Yes, that's okay. I, I would say top ten to twelve. 
I don't think so. I think there's we guys do with it. more. Ta- you know, yeah, what, let's do it. Let, let's no, do it. you know what we'll do? Yeah. It? We'll do it. It, it whether the Niners go or not. That right. dead. Week, yes, we'll do it. That yeah, that the dead Pro Bowl week. week. Someone right. remind us that dead week. We are going to redraft. Here is. Here is from the the nine one six. If Debo plays, I hope they don't throw the short cross patterns to him like he was a tight end. That's too much punishment yeah. with his injury. Reminds me of Garoppolo. I loved a few weeks ago when they lined him up wide receiver side by side. One went deep on the right, and the other one gave Purdy two options. Scored Chris the mom. That, Chris the mom is killing it. Yes, man. today for <laughs> sure. And then from the nine one six, is that J T O'Sullivan? That played QB yes. at UC Davis. Yes, yes, it is. That is yeah. correct. He's yeah. he's popping now. JTO, yeah, the QB school doing his huge. QB yeah, we'll school. We'll have to get him on sometime. And, and and it's just we're not. I thought we had. I thought we were all on the same page that Brock's measurables didn't jump off the screen. Definitely right. And that I'm is about why six one quarterback from a middling Big Ten school, and, a Big Twelve, school. and that is why yeah. he went and he was Mister Relevant. Yes. They can be wrong. They were wrong with Tom Brady. They can be wrong. It also helps, right? If we're gonna go there, and that's what happens with Niner fans. Now you make you now you make people go there because a lot of times that first overall pick, right? Those top picks are going to a bad team. Yeah, look at Bryce Young. How much better? How much better are the Panthers with 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 Brock Purdy? I I would I would say that they're better, but I don't know how much. Right. No, yeah. I don't know I mean, how you much. You can put Patrick Mahomes on the Panthers. I, they're better. I, they're oh, they're definitely better. But yeah. like, are they a playoff team? Maybe in the NFC South. That's <laughs> you, you, you maybe make a good argument. You make maybe really got to get to a break. Simone is giving us the <laughs> Damian saying. Lillard. Got to get to a break. When we get back, a fun conversation. Getting back to basketball, and Chris, Chris finally has a gripe, and I'm so glad <laughs> it's not me. I feel it's like so I always got the though. gripes. It's I got so the yell. I got everything. Is we today gotta... Wednesday? Today's yeah. Wednesday. Hey, there you go. Wet blanket time. <laughs> Wet blanket <laughs> Wednesday. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. From the five three zero on the text line. Would a position player be drafted before Brock is? We were talking about somebody on the text line said, as we were having a Brock Purdy conversation, whether he is an elite talent or not depends on your definition of talent, to be completely honest. Guess it's not really wrong or right, but we're talking about how scouts see it, not yeah. us. We don't we don't go to the draft. We don't draft any players besides fantasy and then lose. So little Gus Johnson there. It was coming out. It was trying. So, would a position player be drafted before Brock? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean... 100%. Right, but that doesn't take anything away from Brock, in my opinion. No. No. I mean, if anything, it says that possibly it is an indication that, you know, some of the... uh, Some of what the naysayers have said about, um, you know, the talent around helping Mm -hmm. Brock, I, I think that it's more just an indication of that, that you would rather say, ah, I could either take Brock here and trust that he's going to lift guys up or I could take a position player and maybe in this hypothetical draft situation get Brock in the second round because what's going to make Brock the best for my team is to get him a weapon that he can utilize. And if I just get Brock and then get a secondary, you know, a Mm -hmm. secondary playmaker, well, you know, that might not do Brock as many services. Right. I mean, and the Panthers – Lord help them. They don't have a first round pick, but let's say they did. Right. And they could move on from Bryce Young. And I know he's young, right? But moving on from Bryce Young, 
and for whatever reason, the Niners make Brock Purdy available, and they can either get Bryce Young or get Brock Purdy or get Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. I think they're going to take Marvin Harrison. I believe so. And that's not a knock on Brock. It's I don't just, think so either. You know, there's just – you have to – I'm going to give my – guy that I think is a franchise guy. I need to give him weapons first. And right? there's definitely, it's not just Brock does not start that list either. It's not like you get to a certain player and then Brock is up next exactly. in the quarterbacks and then it's like okay, maybe now, like, I don't know if I would probably consider taking a position player before Jalen Hurts. Or Jared Goff. You know, Jared, definitely, definitely, definitely before Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's not a lot of I mean, it's it's probably it's Justin elite. Jefferson. Right. It's Tyreek Hill. Yep. That's, is that's it McCaffrey? Really, I, mean, I don't McCaffrey know. Might I don't know. Into that yeah, list, I don't that, know if it's yeah. McCaffrey. All right, we we have more Brock Purdy talk to get into, but Chris has yes. a, a gear to grind. Yes. on this Wednesday, and I never really thought about this. I didn't but either. I am <laughs> I, I am very excited for this. Yeah. Segment. So this uh, all came to my mind this morning uh, when I saw I hopped on Twitter and I saw the uh, discourse around last night's and the NBA is doing this Rivals Week where. Um, you know, the Kings are going to be playing the Warriors on Thursday. Uh, yesterday was Clippers, Lakers. You had uh, Knicks. Rivalry Nets. week, they were calling yes, it. Yeah. Yes. Well, they changed it from rivalry week because that's a bit of a tongue college, twister in yeah. a way. Well, and also, yeah, college. but And they just turned it to rivals week. Ah, uh, I see. So, yes. Yeah, so, this all came to my mind when I saw... Uh, Simone, we, we have all the audio. that Okay. Uh, so, I'll just let you guys hear it. Here is Mikhail Bridges... Mikhail Bridges at the free throw line uh, last night's game. This is in the fourth quarter with the score 101 to 100. It is rare that you shoot free throws at home and hear that kind of reaction on a miss. Crazy. That is for sure. Bridges shooting it at 84% on the season. This one for the tie. 101, 101. Crazy. 101. So that makes it 101, 101. Here's, I think, the very next score. Julius Randle scores on a fast break. Listen listen to this. This is honestly crazier. Go ahead. drives in. Scoop, no. Tipped up in the air. Johnson's got it. It's blocked by Anunoby. And Hart saves it for Randle. Up ahead. Bounce. Back for Randle. Now, that's, that's great. That's a game in New York. Yeah. It makes sense. The problem is that game happened in Brooklyn. That game happened in Brooklyn. Mikhail Bridges taking free throws, again, to tie it up in the late fourth quarter. Julius Randle has that dunk of transition to give the Knicks the lead late fourth quarter. And that's how it sounded in the Barclays Center. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, Mikhail has some audio. I don't don't think we need to play it right now. But, he, you know, they ask him, how does it make you feel? And he's essentially like, I mean – it's, it's not great. Nobody loves to be booed in their home arena. I understand the situation. <laughs> and that's a different type of boo. That's not a boo because no. you didn't show up. That's a boo because we don't even we like don't your want, team. Yeah, we don't want you to win this right. game in, in your home arena. And so it just made me think, why do leagues, no one has ever given me a good explanation for why leagues have two teams in the same market. There's and it's not just basketball. Of course, you have Lakers, uh, Lakers, Clippers. You got Knicks. I mean, even that's not even they're playing in the same building. Right. Knicks, uh, Knicks, Nets. You know, uh, where where else? There, there, I mean, tons of places. You yeah. know, you got Mets, the Yankees, Yankees. Mets, absolutely. You yeah. got you know Dodgers, Angels, right. and in all of those situations, 
There's one team that owns the city, and the other team is the Jets, step- Giants, Jets, Giants, yeah. and you know that's probably the most even split that mm-hmm. I can think of. But why? Like, if if it doesn't end up working out for one of the teams in the situation, why do we have it when there's teams, know. there's cities like Nashville that doesn't have a baseball team, you got Seattle doesn't have a basketball yeah. team. There's so many cities that are deprived of major league sports. Mm-hmm. Why is there two franchises in all of these major cities besides the fact that there's major cities? I guess the thought is the pool is so much bigger that it can afford to have it. But you're also losing out on what makes especially like college sports so Mm -hmm. special. And I mean, Sacramento, it's, it's arguably what makes Sacramento so special when you put them in those smaller markets. They care so much more than, you know, there's a reason why people say Laker fans are fake and, yeah. you know, there's there are no Clipper fans and things like that. Right. Like, why, why are we, instead of just embracing the fact that we all know everybody in L.A. for the most part cares about the Lakers and Steve Ballmer spending all of this money to creating try. a wall to try, just to attempt. But here's a shining example of the Nets tried to do the same thing and you could argue you can't do it better than how the Nets tried to do it. They built Barclays, mm-hmm. which everyone says is state-of-the-art. I mean, the Garden has a lot of updates that it needs. The Barclays is this new, brand-new arena. Uh, they had KD, Kyrie, and James Harden on the mm-hmm. squad. And even then, people didn't care about the team. So no. I don't know what else a a second team in the market is supposed to do to even just try and scratch the surface of making it make sense. Somebody try and help me make sense of it. Because I, I, I just, it makes no sense to me. Cash grab. Right. There you go. Thank you, Simone. Segment over. I I don't really have much. I mean, it doesn't make very much sense to me. And it also not only affects, oh, well, your Yankees are Mets. It also affects when other teams come to town. The Brooklyn Nets, that issue, that's not just with, and we forgot to say the newest one with the Rams and the Chargers. The Chargers can't <laughs> buy any fans. I don't think LA wanted I've never, either of those I've teams. Never met, right. I, I've never met a Chargers fan. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never, I, you, Kyle left yeah. to go to <laughs> right. the AFC West yeah. and the Chiefs. And it doesn't just affect when it's Knicks, Nets. It also affects the fact that because you are the smaller fan base, other fan bases then infiltrate you because you're not getting the support from that from the rest of your city. Right. So Brooklyn has these issues when other teams right. come to town. Yeah. That's like why the, the Warriors. Char- like the, the yeah. they were chanting MVP when right. when Steph when they finally played each other in Brooklyn yeah. when KD was playing. <laughs> it was insanity. So it affects everything. I understand. Yeah. Yes, it's the big cities. That's right. why they do it. But there's always going to be a little brother. Yeah. And the Clippers, they could win. We already know. The, and who knows with these Laker fans, but the Clippers right. could win the next two to three championships right. and maybe it would get a little bit maybe. more even. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. And then what happens 15 years from now when Kawhi's gone, Paul George is gone, and oh, it's done. James Harden's gone? You think that it's there's done. any legacy Clipper fans that you're building right now? Maybe. It's but possible. Like, 
I just don't think like I mean it's I don't know I, I feel like it's ingratiated into people at this point like I mean kids come up and what I mean Frankie was explaining us to us the other day why he's a Ranger fan I guess there's like if you're a Yankee fan Ranger, you have you're to a be, Ranger yeah, fan and, instead of a and, Devils fan right or well there's Island the Islanders Island, yeah, right yeah. and the Islanders kind of got the same color as the Mets so you got to wear the same thing so you only got to pay the, the buy the, <laughs> the same amount of swag so you don't have two bunch of different colors because you know the stuff ain't cheap I don't get it yeah, the white somebody from the Steven, White Sox the, right the White Sox and the Cubs yeah, nobody talks Oh, I don't want to go to the south side. I'm a Cubs fan. Fly the W. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, getting back into some of the Niners talk, at 115 we will talk about Major League Baseball announcing their Hall of Fame class. And at 130 we will discuss your thoughts on NFL kickers. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.